the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. the Nick D podcast here on the Radio Misfits podcast network. Hello. Hope you are well. It's episode 36. It's a Friday and we've got a a fun episode coming up for you uh, in just a couple of minutes. The one, the only, the remarkable, the awesome, my future ex-wife, Dana DiLorenzo, is going to join the show. Fantastic actress, incredibly talented, incredibly funny. Uh, can do everything. She can sing, she can do impressions, she can do comedy, she can do drama, and damn it, she can do horror. And she can create a classic horror genre character named Kelly Maxwell that you saw on Ash vs. Evil Dead. She's appeared in a lot of movies and TV shows, uh, but best known as Kelly. I love her. She's my future ex-wife. She's insane, and uh, she is going to join us for another extraordinary visit, which will be memorable because, you know, that's what Dana is, man. She's crazy. I love her. She's intense. She's nuts. Batten down the hatches, strap down the kids, because Dane is going to be here, and we're also going to talk about big time. The Evil Dead video game is out, and we're going to get an exclusive preview of that from one of the stars of that video game. Speaking of stars, the lovely Esmeralda Leon is going to join us. You know, we started talking about uh, uh, celebrity couples that we all forgot were couples, and we only got uh, like uh, halfway through the article. And uh, there are many more weird couplings that have happened in the world of celebrity and the world of Hollywood. And so we're going to bat those around a little bit. And uh, our taste test of weird-ass candy continues. Yes, weird-flavored uh, candy sent to us by our subscriber and our good friend Deanna. We got a giant bag full of weird-flavored, weird-ass candy. So we are going to take from the uh, Fresh Vegetables collection of candy, flavored candy, and we're going to taste hard candy. Looks like the kind of candy that you're – right here, I'm holding it. Looks like the kind of candy, uh, the hard kind of candy that you would find in, a, in uh, your grandmother's house. Uh, and it is corn-flavored candy. So we're going to taste test that as well as more things. Um, and if you would like to join us at any time, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your voicemails. Leave us a voicemail. It's opened up. The doors are open. We want, we want, encourage, and definitely need your feedback. So leave a voicemail message, 773-417-6948. Leave it now. Help us out. Got questions for any of us? Got comments? Feedback, 773-417-6948. Leave a voicemail message. Send us an email anytime, nickdpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Jason Skaggs, thank you, my friend, for all that you do, the themes, the music, the all the really cool stuff. Uh, and again, you will hear the legendary uh, theme song that he made for my future ex-wife, Dana Lorenzo. That's coming up in just a minute. And again, send your emails, nickdpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and rate and review us when you check us out at radiomisfits.com. Lots of really fun stuff. Oh, look. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, and I love Nick's show. Oh, thank you, baby. I do. I do. I love you, too. Uh, all right. And listen, it's been a very busy week. Uh, we'll talk more about it next week when uh, Eric Childress and Steve Procopi are with me. But those guys are with the Chicago Film Critics Association. And uh, last night was closing night of the Chicago Critics Film Festival. 
for a seven-day run at the Music Box. It was incredible. Uh, we will talk more about it in detail. Uh, we will review, at least I will review all the movies that I saw. And I saw 16, 17 movies in the last week um, at the festival. So we'll review that and talk about how the whole fest went. Um, I'm really, really proud of, uh, of those guys, um, you know, uh, at, the, at the association and for putting on such an incredible, uh, incredibly successful and really wonderful film festival. So the Chicago Critics Film Festival, huge success for its ninth year. And we'll talk about that in detail uh, next week when uh, uh, Steve and Eric are here. But it's been a busy week movie-wise. My eyes are about to pop out of my skull. So I've seen a lot of movies. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but we'll, we'll get into that next week. But... Uh, right after, uh, right after we hear my little theme, uh, here, uh, the incredible, the one, the only, the insane, the lovely, the hot Dana DiLorenzo, my future ex-wife is joining me after I tell you that you should be congratulated. And yes, you know what? Congratulations. Congratulations. You're about to listen to the Nick D podcast. It's by far the best decision you've made today. It makes the other podcasts seem like crap. Oh yeah, don't be a jackoff. One, two, three, four. Dana De Lorenzo, she'll fuck your face with bullets. Dana De Lorenzo. Ooh, that's right. It's Nick D's future ex-wife. Dana De Lorenzo, Dana De Lorenzo. Yeah. Hi, Dana. Oh, Nick D, that theme song just pleases me to no end. Yeah. I, I, I love it, too. I think it's great. The great Jason Skaggs. Now, no relation, as you asked before, to Boz. Damn, but that's okay. He has his own <laughs> legendary name now. Exactly right. That's Dana DiLorenzo. She is my future ex-wife. How you? How you doing there, Dana? I'm doing so good now that I'm talking to you, future ex-husband. Oh, all right, cool. Uh, it's always great to hear from you. Uh, you're fantastic. I love you. You know that. And uh, uh, now, the, the the reason why we're, I mean, there's never a, a you know. Uh, any reason just because you're you to have you on my podcast because you rule the planet and I love you. Oh, um, oh, oh, <laughs> stop. Can I quote you on that? Just curious. Yeah. Yes, you can. Sure. Absolutely. Nick D. Nick, she rules the planet. Yes. Said one person, the great <laughs> Nick D. I'm going to send that to my agents. Yeah, please do. Uh. Please do. Uh, 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 well, I mean, one of the main reasons we're having you on is because, well, the gaming world has gone apeshit. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, well, we all know uh, Dana was uh, Kelly uh, Maxwell on the great uh, TV show Ash vs. Evil Dead. And uh, the world of Evil Dead still exists. It's still going on and on and on. And I don't think it'll ever die. And now it has expanded into the world of video games. Evil Dead, the game, is out. Tell me about it, Dana. Man, oh, man. I, I mean, I knew the, that the video game industry was like the biggest of all industries, but holy shit, I yeah. did not, I guess I just am, am, am completely gobsmacked at how huge this game is in its first re- release, like its first weekend of being yeah. released. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like, what is fascinating to me 
um, that I just had no idea. I, I, I mean, I understand video games and all of that. I, used, I was a huge video game nerd growing up. I haven't played in a while because I don't have a console, but um, I, I mean, I get it. But like, people are are playing the game and are 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 you know going apeshit for the game, and they're they've never even seen Evil Dead. And I know that <laughs> only, only, be, which kind of blows my mind. I figured, okay, yeah, maybe there'll be, of course, there'd be some who would play it, but, um, but, but who weren't, you know, necessarily Evil Dead fans. But I thought for sure, especially because there's so much from, it's the entire Evil Dead canon. You know what I mean? It's, it's all three movies um, as well as, uh, I mean, their first original three. I mean, I know there's been other ones in the Evil yeah. Dead world, but um plus you know our show and i'm just blown away i i, I ended up watching my first uh twitch stream because i haven't been able to play it yet um so i wait 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 you haven't you haven't been able to play it you're in the goddamn thing and you haven't been able to play I know. it yet. apparently there apparently it's on the way <laughs> it's on the way <laughs> Oh, I love that. See, that's the thing. Like, I mean, that's the thing. I've said this to you before. Like, I mean, even with, with the show stuff, there was you, uh, people, uh, when I do conventions and people bring stuff for me to sign, I'm like, what the hell is this? I've never seen this in my life. And it's like some collector's edition, you know, copy of the DVD. I think I got one copy of each DVD. It's like, and I, I'm like a, I'm like a, a pack rat for mementos and for things that mean something to me. So like, I didn't, you know, I haven't even opened them because I want to like keep them safe, you know, for what, yeah. I don't know, for what, for who? Yeah. That's not like yeah. I'm having kids anytime soon. So, but like, anyway, so um, no, I haven't, but, uh, and I hadn't even seen my, really other than what they had put out there in terms of teaser stuff. So I watched my first Twitch stream I might have watched a six-hour stream over the course of, like, I mean, it was, I watched some of it live, but whatever. Anyway. No, wait, I hold was, on one second. One second, Dana. For people who might not know what Twitch is, and there might be some people who are just, And like, I didn't for a long time, so go okay. ahead. Yes. No, well, no, you explain it. Explain what Twitch is. Oh, uh, don't ask me to explain it. I'll look like an <laughs> idiot. Here, here's the layman's terms. Here's the layman's terms for someone like me who didn't really get it. And when I heard what it was, I was like... Why would anyone waste their time watching that? Right. And then now I get, but now that I get to watch people playing as me or playing the game that I'm part of, I'm like, oh, I totally get it now. Yeah, so yeah. Twitch, as far as um, my dummy, uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Now there's a little bit of a delay. I can tell there's a little bit of a delay. Sorry. Um, but... Uh, for dummies like me who don't know, you're not dummies, I'm a dummy. But um, it's, a, it's a stream, like a, a sometimes live, but then it stays up. Um, like a video, like a YouTube, but for video games called Twitch. And these, you know, famous gamers or anybody who's playing can have, a, I guess, have, I don't know. See, this is where I don't know. But you can just have a t Twitch stream and then so someone like me who doesn't have a Twitch stream can tune in and watch other people playing this game and um, get to see firsthand what the game looks like in first person. Like we're looking at their screen. So you, right. and you can sometimes, like the one I listened to, um, they connected the other, it was like, cause this is a, a multiplayer. One, one of the versions of this is multiplayer. So um, they, you, all four of the people 
uh, were playing with each other and also then recording it. And so I got to see what this game looks like and I got to get so many tips. I'm like, oh no, do this, don't do that. Okay, and now it just, I feel so um, informed and now I am so excited to play it because video games have come a long way, Nick D, since old school NES, which I used to crush. Uh, yeah, um, I, I'm still trying to get past Galaga. I don't know what the fuck happened after Galaga. <laughs> um, let, let, me, let me ask you this though. So you, you now let me. Have you done this shit yet? Have you gone into Twitch and then said hi? It's Dana DiLorenzo. And did the little geeks like shit their pants? No, of course not. Most oh. of them didn't. Uh, from the ones I've seen, they don't even know who the hell I am because they don't watch the show. Oh. And I'm screaming at my screen because here's a hot tip for any for any of you gamers out there who have not seen. Maybe you saw the movies, but you haven't seen Ash vs. Evil Dead. Or, uh, like, one of the guys on the here had seen the movies and only watched the first episode of, of Evil Dead, of uh, the show, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Um, yeah. So, for example, like, it gives you in there the stats about, like, what's Kelly Maxwell's special skill. One of them is to dodge, like the, to dodge, which I'm like, that's kind of a lame skill, but okay. A dodge <laughs> and then not lose stamina. I was kind of annoyed. I'm like, come on, give yeah. me something better. But there's also a bunch of other things like um, long range with a weapon and melee and all this stuff. Okay. But How about, does, the, it also, does it have the ability to use a shotgun as a bong? Does it ha- see, that was one thing I asked. <laughs> I was like... Dude, I, because let, let me tell you, the, 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 the Evil Dead game people, and they were really good. The whole, I credit to everybody who made this game because uh, a lot of work went into it, obviously, and uh, people are loving it. The gamers are loving it. Uh, and, and, and specifically, as far as I know, non-Evil Dead people are loving it, which I think is a, is a feat, considering that means it passes the, a lot of the game gamer world tests, right? Yeah. But yeah. Um, they were really cool about letting me... Um, collaborate or just I don't again to put give they were at least receptive to my input um and I could see a couple of the things did um make it in like I I was telling them one of the special skills that Kelly Maxwell the character had on the show was turning anything into a weapon um so like going back to the boomstick bong but then later like I think season three I Kelly actually used a bong as right. a weapon. Yep, yep. Um, he used a fire hose. Like, I was like, so, you know, that, I go, yeah, the guns and everything were fine. That, but I'm like, but, you know, a meat tenderizer was, like, her part of her first kill with a deli slicer. And right. I will say, so where I'm screaming at, going back to, like, where I'm watching this, you know, this Twitch stream of these gamers playing it, and it even says in there, like, my legendary weapon or Kelly's legendary weapon is... Um, I think they call it in there a meat hammer, but a, a meat tenderizer. And I love that that's like Kelly's legendary weapon. Like when you use it, you could do all these special moves and all this. Yeah. I won't get into, I, I won't misspeak here. But, um, but so they were all obsessed with like, but a lot of them were obsessed with finding the guns, which I know was part of another special skill. But I'm like, if you would watch the show, you would know like Kelly is all about beating the shit out of deadites. And and just going to town. And I got to see, though, I did get to see some, like, badass moves of Kelly's. Yeah. Like, when they were using the tenderizer. 
Man, oh man, cool. it was awesome. So it I, was like, awesome. Like you, Dana, you're uh, you're not like a, a full on badass, up to date gamer because I it's it obviously. And, I, and, and when I said when I said uh, just a few minutes ago, I haven't gotten past Galaga. I'm not fucking kidding. I don't. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I I have a hard time with Pac Man. This is how you know. The, and the and I never I've never and I'm not kidding, Dana. I've never once had a game console except for fucking Pong in the '70s. I am not Never, kidding. not even Nintendo? No, Well, nothing. you never had time. You were too busy crushing the airwaves. Yeah, Doing yeah. things with your yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I never did. I mean, I seriously, I, I played Breakout uh, on my Pong I don't set. even know that what was, that is. But Pong, that's where you, so is Pong before or after Atari? It's before. Yeah, Pong is like... No Pong. way. Wait, Pong is the thing with the two paddles? Yeah, and the ball. with the two sticks. I and thought the, that was Atari. Well, that's yeah, maybe maybe it was an Atari, maybe it was an Atari product. I don't the, know. I, yeah, but the okay. but the game is Pong. It's just two sticks and a that's ball amazing. that goes bink ball yes. bink, and that was exciting in the seventies. It was like yeah, because everybody was on ludes. They didn't give a shit, and they were all like <laughs> bing, ball. They, they, you know, like an exciting game. Like you know, like to to play Breakout on ludes is like what the fuck, man. This is amazing. So, uh, but that was as far as I got. So, like the world of video games to me is fascinating. When I when I and I I've not you know logged onto Twitch or anything, but I have seen a lot of footage of people playing video games, like the first person stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. I, here's let me give you an example, Dan. A real quick story. Went over to a buddy of mine's house a few years ago. Not a few, like maybe 15 years ago, 15 something years ago. And he had uh, one of those. What's the game where you drive around, you kill hookers and shit, and you? Uh, uh, oh, Grand Theft Auto. Right. So he had a grand. You drive. That's all I know about the game is that you drive around and kill hookers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so really like he's leaving like, good impressions on our youth. Yeah, exactly. So he, so he's like he had one of the versions. He had. A, yeah, come over. It's I got the Vice City. Uh, right. Right. Version. Right. Right. And so he's like, yeah, come on over. This game kicks ass. And I'm like, I don't play games, man. I'm just getting I, like, you know, I know Galaga. That's it. And he's like, just get your ass over here. We got a bunch of beer and shit. Just come on over. We'll get drunk and we'll play the game. I could not get the car out of first. Yeah, like, no, I was totally. like, I'm like backing into the wall. You know what I mean? I'm trying to go back and smack into the totally. wall. My, and my friend finally was like, give me the fucking thing. And he pulled it out of my hand. <laughs> Dude, I'm so with you, Nick. Like you are not alone. And I, I mean, I have a little bit more recent, not by much, but a little bit more recent game experience. Yeah. Because I grew up playing, yes, old school Nintendo, but then also I had a younger, you know, my little brother, my younger brother. So he also then, um, like NES was my system. And then we did Sega. And then at some point he got a PlayStation 2. But I think it was when they started, I think it was like PlayStation 2 when the joystick became really like, uh, sensitive to the point of meaning if you were used to, for example, an old school Nintendo remote, which was up, down, left, right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when I think PlayStation 2 came out, because when we used Sega, it was not as sensitive. When PlayStation 2 came out, I think that's when I quit. I like gave up with video games because I was so used to having to hit the controller so hard that yeah. like you with the joystick to even go like on a basic car game or anything, I would go into the wall because I eh, like yeah. hit the joystick too hard. Yeah. And so I'm like, it's like you breathe on it. You go and yeah. you're, you're going. And so, yeah, yeah I need, to, I really need to like, <laughs> if there was like whatever the equivalent of like a driving range, but for remote controllers, 
Right. Yeah. I gotcha. Now, now I will. Oh, I think we lost Dana. Dana, are you there? Are you there, Dana? There you go. I'm here. I'm here. Oh God. Okay. That's okay. Oh, it's, it's the gamers shutting me down because they're like, it's shut weird. up. No one no, wants to hear funny. about your. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's funny because you're like, I don't know why. Uh, because I probably got a really dirty mind, but every time you were talking about the gaming council, it sounded very sexual to me. It was like, you know, it suddenly got very sensitive, and you could just blow on it, and it did that. And wow. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? What do we? Because somebody could turn on this, you know, turn on the podcast in the middle of that and go, what the fuck are these people talking about? Yeah, no, I was definitely talking about the. Okay, maybe that's not the right word. I don't know. No, 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 the, no. It, it's super. Like, what else is another word for sensitive? Of this? no, no, no. Like, I got gotcha. you. Like, Okay, you know what I'm trying to say. No, no, no. I'm like just saying you a- could blow on it and you yeah. go into a wall now as opposed to right. really having to, I, when you have muscle memory, like trying to really hold it down. Yeah. That also, see, now it does all sound sexual. <laughs> I don't know. I That's up. my fault. That's my fault, Dana. Totally it's my all fault. That, it's all that That's, Grand Theft Auto talk and killing what, hookers. Well, it is. And, and, and like, I literally, he like, he, so, so finally he, he's like, okay, here, now the car is moving. Here. And he gave me the controls back. And I'm like, oh. And then I smack it into a wall, and then I get yep. out of the car, and I walk into the wall for five minutes. And he's like, just give me the you, – you shouldn't have come over yes. here. You were right <laughs> yeah. to f- stay home, idiot. <laughs> um, I know. So, they get so mad. So Evil Dead the Game, it's out there. And for fans of the show and of the movies, uh, it's rife with really cool shit, right? Like it's oh, loaded man. for fans, right? Tell me about that. Yes. Well, and also uh, this would be a good opportunity for me to say – and again, there's nothing for me to gain by saying this. I'm just a hot tip to you gamers. I was going to say this probably 10 minutes ago. I've, I've shockingly lost my train of thought and went on a tangent. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but hot tip, it may or may not, actually it just may, help you to watch um, the show, uh, especially the first, three, the first two seasons, because there's things in there that make more sense for the characters or like for when you're deciding between, you know, oh, should I give Kelly a revolver and pick this up or should I pick up the meat cleaver? I'd argue the meat cleaver. Yeah. Um, and it looks like from what I've seen, you know, and again, if you know Kelly and you know kind of what she was about, that's, that's you know, going to help you, I think, in the long run. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but w- the, some of the things for the, for the fans, oh, man, <laughs> like, of course, uh, we got the, the big baddies. We have, um, uh, sorry, I just went really hot there. I just realized it okay. was in red. Um, look, that was not sexual. Okay. I meant the microphone. No, it's not. Out. It's the microphone you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> and okay. um, the, you have the big baddies, like from the movies, Henrietta. From You have um, uh, the, uh, all, the deadites, obviously, who are possessed. The players... When they have, like, the if you're playing, uh, the whole point of this game is to be as a team, even if you're playing by yourself, to be around the other uh, members of the team, the, the mm-hmm. foursome, because when you're by yourself um, and you're running through the woods or anywhere where it's dark, which is the entire game, um, except in, like, little houses and whatnot, you your fear gets high and you see your fear meter, and that's when either the AI or the person playing evil which uh, you can play, which I hear is so much fun. That's when they can possess you. So like I watched when, when Kelly's fear got high, that then all of a sudden the, the, the person playing evil trying to win on their end, 
and you know kill all the survivors, aka like Ash and all the this, the the good people right, the, right. from um, from the from the franchise. Um, they would possess when you get super when you have a lot of fear, and I that is also super fun. Like the lines that come out, like the dialogue, the fans uh, are going to love. And so far, from what I've seen, are, are do love the the lines that we get to say in there. Um, the um, the other big baddie in there is from from our show, uh, from Ashford's Evil Dead that I have a personal vendetta against is Eligos, yeah. which was also funny because he's one of the hardest like demons when someone plays him to to kill and to fight because just like in the show he like you go to shoot him and he disappears and then comes mm. up and jump he jump scares you and then you lose you know health and anyway. Um, the Delta's in there. You can drive the cars. Um, you know, you get all the ashes from all the different uh, versions um, yeah. and, and iterations of it. Um, it, it. There's just, there's so much, Nick. It, the whole I, thing. Like, the, per, you get to play as, um, uh, what's her name? Is it Sarah Noby? Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, Ruby. Or is it Ruby? Ru- Why am I Ruby, losing yeah. it? No, Ruby. it wasn't. No, no, no. Ruby, no, no, no. Wait, I think... Because Ruby is Lucy Lawless in our right. thing. I don't oh, know. I, th- I think I'm very confused. I actually, but it's one of the Nobies. It's Professor Nobie's daughter from this. From oh, okay. what movie was that? Two or three? I forget. Three, three, well, three. Okay, Army yeah. of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. So you get to play as her. You could play as Cheryl, um, who who is like the healer of the group. If like you guys get so, anyway, there's just so many. There's so much. I don't even honestly. But the, you get to actually play, if you want to be one of the baddies, you get to play the evil force, Nick, where, mm. like, you zoom, so it's the point of view of, like, oh, when you... Oh, cool. Ju- Dude, come on. I yeah. can't wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I, I cannot yeah. wait to play both, both yeah. the goodies and the baddies. Yeah. No, it sounds, it sounds fantastic. Um, and I've read, uh, you know, it's nothing but positive stuff from the Evil Dead, because, I mean, as you know, I'm one of those Evil Dead fanatics, and... Um, and I've, I've read and heard from people who are Evil Dead fanatics and also gamers that they are unbelievably happy with what, uh, what everybody did with this That's game. That's what with, I hear, too. Yeah, yeah. The, the, feedback, the feedback from the Evil Dead fanatics is, is very positive, which I know we've talked about before, Dana, which I know means a lot to you guys, and, and, and I know meant a lot to you, because, you know, I've told you this before, like when I first heard Ash versus Evil Dead, I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, and, <laughs> then, and then I saw the first episode, and I saw that Sam uh, directed it, and, uh, and, you know, I was like, I don't know what I don't know about this, but not only did it, you know, meet my expectations, it totally exceeded them all three seasons. And uh, and, and I think, you know, the game on that level for the fans of Evil Dead and who are also gamers, everybody feels the same way about the game. People are having a great time with it. And, and it's like it's selling like like hotcakes. Right. Is it? I, I mean, that I don't know. I, I it doesn't. Look, we don't, you know, it's not like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know at all. We just, no. I just showed up and then, you know, I don't get it. I'm not making anything off of that. So I don't get any of those. I have no concept. Well, um, I, from what, from based yeah, upon, based upon, like based on the numbers of people yeah. playing it or just yeah. by the amount of, of, uh, responses that I've yep. been getting, like, I mean, holy crap. Yeah. Like really, it's a lot. On the on the technical side, wh- how much fun is it? Is it fun to do the voiceover stuff? Is it fun to do the voiceover work for the for the video game? Well, I have never done. I mean, I've done voiceover stuff, and certainly yeah. I had done for our show ADR for for quite a bit of the show. Because anytime 
there's any wind or which was like even if it was you know obviously like the super industrial size fan the size of a house blowing yeah. on you when you're right. soaking wet that's a that's a thrill some you guys should all experience sometime <laughs> yeah. Yeah. ice cold rain with a with a fan on turbo the size of a garage while you're wet is a whole and get leaves <laughs> then then people holding a bag of leaves and in, in front of the fan so they all blow oh that's a that's a thrill that should be a ride at universal <laughs> yeah. or something anyway um so uh you know i had to do adr in those cases a lot of the time and, and where you're matching your you know your dialogue to your to your the way your mouth is moving because to get clean audio but i'd never done a video game of any kind let alone for um, one of for a character especially yeah. my favorite character like my my closest most loved character for myself like kelly is is so important to me so especially to go in and do it yes it was so much fun especially after getting the chance to do it after the show has been done for a few years getting to step back into that um was was incredible i had no idea what the hell i was doing yeah. Um, it was ba because you're not looking at anything. Right. Um, what you're just, you're just saying lines and I had no reference to like, you know, all this, you know, you ADR in general, but when you're doing voiceover stuff, a lot of times you feel like <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, what's the word? You just feel like an idiot for a lot of, for a lot of the things like when there, it says like, it'll say in there series of 10 different grunts <laughs> so to just to just be in there and go like yeah huh, ha, he, yeah, yeah. and then or like <laughs> you just and then they're like great can you give us a different version of that last one and they're like uh, 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 <laughs> like uh, yeah. and they're like all right great a little higher <laughs> like yeah it was just you feel it's silly you yeah. know but then you see it and you're like damn okay yeah. You know, um, I, I, it was honestly, Nick, like, look, I, I, I am so grateful to have been cast in this show. I say, and like, not a day goes by. I've said this a million times, but I won't stop saying it. Like, it, it, not a day goes by that I'm not um, happy and proud and, and grateful and feel so lucky to be a part of this franchise that I was a fan of. But that also the fans, like you said, did, event, did event, uh, eventually improve or pretty quickly embrace Pablo and Kelly when yeah. people at first were kind of against the idea of sidekicks and rightfully so. Um, so I'm grateful that this fan base has embraced us. And then to be able to do something as mind blowing as get to be a character in a video game. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's so cool. Nick, really. Yeah. I, I'm, I, and I'm, honestly, I've seen the visuals of it and you look great. You look kick ass in it, man. You know. I mean, uh, they gave they gave Kelly an upgrade. She went to the salon, and they definitely <laughs> gave her a nice blowout. And they like really, they 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 uh, you know made her. They definitely upgraded my my avatar. But I will say some of the lines that are in there because again, I recorded for three hours. I have no idea what what all has made it, or maybe there's again I haven't been told. Maybe there's things that unlock later. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I know that there are things that get updated. I have no concept, though, so I don't want to misspeak. But the lines that I did get to hear, um, or based on what fans have been saying, like they are like they love Kelly's lines in it, and 
Um, man, I'm just so happy. Oh, another cool thing I wanted to say is yeah. that for fans is when you are like killing, you know, deadites or the whoever's evil in the world, and you're and you're you're going to town. They, they, two things. They have the characters like your avatar, like for example, Kelly, get covered in more and more blood. <laughs> as you go like you actually see it on her face and on her back which i think is awesome and um i don't know when this happened but i saw it a couple times where like the screen your view of while you're playing the game also get splatters of blood that like stay on there for a <laughs> it's really it's it's just i don't know it's so perfect and it's that was like a little a silly thing that I think is like, man, that's what makes it so evil that too. Yeah. Just that little attention to detail. Sure, yeah. You know? you, the, the more the more blood and liquid and pus and anything that can stick to somebody, oh, yeah. that's that's evil dead. That's that's Absolutely. that's that's evil dead. That's really cool. Hey, at any point can you unlock a, a, a fuck the clock shirt? At any point? You know, I that <laughs> that has been the number two question I have received. Is that right? Maybe the number one. <laughs> oh I man. Think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 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 that would be, that would be fun. I yeah. don't know that they can do it though, because they're, uh, I don't know if they can. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't know if they, what am I, I'm, I just, I'm trying not to misspeak because I don't want them to come after me. What yeah. I mean is, um, I don't drop any F bombs in this right. because they have to right. keep it a certain rating. Well, that's what so I figured. I figured maybe it was, I, more, yeah. it was more like teen friendly than, you know, than uh, maybe than, it would, which is why though. Oh, another thing from the show is, the, is okay. Sorry. You're just reminding me. So for example, when your um, fear is high uh, and if you can't find a fire or a light source to like lower your fear to not only uh, help you not get possessed and kill your teammates, but to also, like, it help you know, you just don't want to have your fear high because then you don't fight as fast or whatever. Um, the thing that you have to find is called a drink called Pink F. <laughs> and a lot of people have no idea what Pink F is if they haven't seen the show because I listen right. to them. Right, and right. I, love, I love that it's Pink Fuck. And, yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, and you drink Pink Fuck and then, like, Kelly's like, oh, this feels... Nice. And then, and, then, and then when your health is really low, like when you're like close to, or if like, you know, your health being, if you're going to, you know, die soon, yeah. you don't want yeah. that to go down. Guess what you drink for that? What do you drink? Shemp's Cola. Not oh. Shemp's beer because we have to be, right. it has to be a certain right. way, but Shemp's Cola. And people, like a lot of the gamers kept Calling it Schweppes, oh, made me laugh so hard. I'm like, no, buddies, it's Shemps. Have they not? Have they not seen the Three Stooges? No, Is that that, not, I, mean, I mean, I don't. I, I think every I, Nick, buddy. I think you know. Listen, the gaming age. Yeah, is significantly right. younger than us both. <laughs> but the Shemp thing is such a Ramy thing. You know what I mean? Like the like the fake Shemp. That's a Ramy. Uh, I understand, a huge, but a yeah. lot of these people, I was a lot of these gamers. I was telling you. Yeah. haven't you know seen the, but even still it wasn't a lot of shemp talk in the movies if i remember too much that was more behind the scenes stuff. yeah like they would yeah. say bring in the shemp yeah but exactly. it, so but that's why for the show they made <laughs> shemp soda shemp beer shemp soda. well shemp's beer in the show shemp soda on shemp, shemp, but it's that yeah. little stuff it's that little stuff that i i yeah i was tickled by maybe that's no one else too. cares but i thought it, it was great Evil Dead, the game is out there, and uh, Bruce is a part. Everybody is a uh, uh, everybody is a part of it. 
uh, and uh, and and Dana does my future ex-wife does the uh, does the Kelly uh, in in uh, Evil Dead. Now listen, I I, I want to talk to you about you've been doing the 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 convention circuit. In fact, you're going away this weekend. Um, are you not? Uh, uh, I think we just lost Dana <laughs> again. Uh, hey, there you go. Did, I, did yeah. I lose you? Yeah, you're back. You're back though. I'm no sorry. big deal. Sorry. So sorry. you've been. I'm you going gotta, this week. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you're going to a convention this week. Where are you going? I am going to a convention this week, and I'm going to Crypticon Seattle, which I'm very excited about mm-hmm. um, uh, because I just, again, <laughs> I love geeking out clearly about this show and this franchise. So whenever I get the opportunity to, to meet fans and just geek out about it uh it makes me very happy um, well you're you're I fantastic mean, you're fantastic with the fans dana uh, you really are you you uh, thank you but i don't think that's i mean I, I i don't i'm just i am just who i am and i am just genuinely i don't know any other way to say it. it's not a put on i'm just genuinely excited yeah um when i meet them to the point of as you've seen in person i get a little bit I mean, I'm, I've been told more than once by people I've met in my life that I'm, <laughs> intensity is not my problem. Um, no, no, <laughs> it's not. no, it's not. I'm no. intense, I'm loud. But, so, but I'm, also, I'm also not concise, and I also just get very, very loud and excited. So you've seen in person that it gets to the point where the fans are trying to pry away from my cold, tight <laughs> grip, where they're like... Dana, well, it was really great meeting you, but we have other people to meet now. And I'm like, yeah. oh, but don't you want to talk about it? Like, I'm the one not letting them leave. Yeah. I'm the creepo, me. Uh, yeah. I no, I know. I've experienced it personally. Because I genuinely I've, love it. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've <laughs> experienced it personally, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... The, the <laughs> It's my future ex-wife, man. I can yeah, that's why that. we're that's why we're currently. Uh, yeah, we're we're moving. I get it now. I get it. Now. <laughs> but yes. no, I I will say this as some and you know this, uh, Dana. I have been a part of the fact of the uh, flashback weekend for um twenty years. Twenty and, years, right? Yeah. And uh, it's the twentieth anniversary this year. I missed last oh. year. Be- I missed last year uh, for personal reasons and because of you know like after the whole firing and all that shit, I took the year off. Um, but I'm back this year and I'm not kidding when I say this, I see a lot of celebrities and I see a lot of guests in, you know, the autograph room or in the, you know, in the, in the, in the room where everybody is or doing Q and A's and stuff like that. And you are without a question, one of the most entertaining and most fun people, guests, celebrities that I've ever seen at that convention. Like people, people, people love you and the way that you treat the fans and the way that you are at the con is great. You're one of the most memorable and best guests we've ever had. And, and, and that's just, but that's just who you are. And it's because you're genuine. It's not bullshit. You really do. You love the fans. You love the show. It means a lot to you. And that shows in the way you act at these cons. Well, thank you. But as you know, as someone who's met me and spent time with me, how I am with the fans is no different than how I am with you. (laughs) Yes. Wait, why are you laughing? No, because it's true. It's true. No, I, this I'm not. This is why you, both the fans and you, have admitted now that you try and pry away from my hard, tight grip. That's yes. not true. That's not I'm, true. I'm great in small doses. I, no, that's not true. No, but thank I, you. I appreciate that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd love tell tell Mike and me to invite me back. I'd love to come back. I would love to. I would love to. Yeah. flashback. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to come see you. Do your thing. 
Yeah, you got to come back and because uh, you host gotta, so many awesome panels and events and all that all that stuff. cool stuff. And it's been a lot. I mean, how long has it been since I saw you? You were last time 20, you were in Chicago. Well, well, last time I was in Chicago. I oh, saw I know what it was. It was yeah. I was there for a wedding, but then right. uh, the con for flashback would have been. Oh yeah, before it might have been the that. same it was year. That. It was, it was before in that. August 2018. Was was August 2018 for sure? Where last time I did flashback, and I think. I ended up seeing you that fall, like October yeah, or whatever. It was, yeah, that was the last time we saw you. Yeah, it's yeah, way yeah. too long. That's way too long. We have I know. To well, there was like that. this little thing called the pandemic. Yeah, that's that. right. I forgot about that shit. That's right. <laughs> that's well, still happening, yeah. but we're going to pretend it's uh, not and all that, you know. Fuck that. Who cares? Um, <laughs> now, you, now, you, but I recently, and I do want to mention this because it was a very memorable trip for you. You went to the UK. Uh, you did. You did some con. You did a con. A couple of cons out there, and you went to the UK. And uh, how, how was that trip for you? Was that great? Oh man, I did. I did a con. I did Wales con, but it wasn't in Wales. It was in England, which was very confusing for me. And I wait, wait, like wait. It's it's called Wales con, but it wasn't in Wales. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Because I kept telling, I kept being like, "Can't wait to see you, Wales. Can't wait." And it was in Telford. And then I had all these people being like, to know that we're not in Wales, this is England, actually. <laughs> and I was like, well, why the fuck is it called WalesCon? And they're like, because it used to... Yeah, thank you. I'm like, someone could have given me that memo before I... <laughs> I'm sorry, that's fucking Publicly hilarious. made a fool of myself. Like, I mean, the rest of the world already knows how dumb Americans are. And I am, I am, I am admittedly really, really well, dude, when, stupid with geography. When you, I wouldn't when, know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. So no, when you but when I you said in, why, why the fuck is it called Wales? That's a why, Wales con. That's a completely legitimate question, Dana. So what would no? Why? I know. Well, the the answer was because because. It used to be in Wales, but it got too big, but they didn't want to change the name. Oh, okay. So, and then in order to somewhat make me feel better, I think one, one fan was like, for what it's worth, we're right pretty much on the border. I'm like, no, no, if we're not, no. That's like saying we're going to America Con and it's in Toronto. Right. It's, it, you can't make me, I look, oh. Right. Right. And and they <laughs> but none of them under like none of them yeah. I understand from their point of view, they're like, Oh, this poor stupid American actress. Yeah. Because you would have thought that somebody uh, you know, would have said, Hey, by the way, it's called Wales Con like ahead of time. But I'm like, yeah. Wales, here I come. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's I mean, hilarious. That's, that's it's hilarious. all right. So yeah, I was there. It was incredible. It was so. I've I've never been to the UK. It's been top of my list for so long. Um, I was a late addition because I kept begging to go. Finally, mm. they were like, "All right, already, just come." And um, Bruce Campbell was there, so I got. To, I hadn't seen him since 2018 either. How about them apples? Yeah. Wow. Um, so uh, so getting to see the Bruce man was awesome and spent some time and. Um, I, I miss that guy, honestly. But yeah. uh, um, so we had such an incredible time. The fans, man, it was, it was, it was. I, I don't. It was the trip of my. It was, it was one, a trip of a lifetime, honestly. And then yeah. um, I took myself to London for a few days, um, and and not enough time, clearly. But uh, but man, I, <laughs> I am I am one day away from becoming an expat and moving. 
moving well, over there. Like I, I really the, loved it. Have you have you been uh, have you been to Ireland? No, Santa? and if I had, I don't. Hello. Yeah. No. Go ahead. I'd only been, I've only been to the airport, to Dublin's airport, but um, no, that's in my mind. I was like, oh, I'm going to go here. And I'm gonna, yeah, I, I've, unfortunately, I don't have a job at the moment, so I no, couldn't I understand. Just necessarily they, do that. You don't? Hey, no, I'm desperate to. That's funny. I don't either, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go to Ireland together. Let's just say fuck let's it. Go let's go to Ireland let's and just go, go find to Ireland. some jobs over there. How about let's that? do that. No, when I, when I went to Ireland, uh, and I've, not, I've never been to Oh, you've to the, been. Yeah, Ugh. it's the it's the only place overseas I've ever been in my life. Is, is wait Ireland. as an as a am I allowed? To, I'm going to say it because I'm Italian. I'm allowed. As a Dago, you went to Ireland. I did. That's yeah, like but, I, that's but, like breaking some rule. Of no, but I'm half. Culture. I'm I'm well. I'm half Irish. How I'm, is uh, that even? Po- that's hilarious. Here's have, have, I've told you this right, Dana. I'm half Italian, half Irish, not Catholic. I don't know how the fuck that happens. <laughs> But, but no, I went to Ireland and we went everywhere. Uh, you know, we're in Dublin. We went south. We went north. We went to Belfast. We went everywhere. And I oh, literally, man. I was there for, I was there for a little over two weeks, a little over two weeks. Oh. And I, and I was there. And when I came back, I said, I'm, ne- I, I'm going to live in Chicago for maybe another week. And then I'm moving back and I'm living there. It was the I best know, trip. I've, it was right? the best trip I've ever been on in my life ever. It's honestly, Nick, I feel, <laughs> listen, USA and all, and, and yay, us, but, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, the way things are looking and, you know, I, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, yeah. if I lose any more rights, one more, one more right of mine that's I, taken yeah. away, I'm going. And I all I mean is, but I felt that way, not just about UK. I felt that way when I went to, to Germany, even when I went for a con. I went, when, I, when I went to Paris, I was like literally on the next train to move to Paris. When I, we shot Ash vs. Evil Dead in New Zealand, yeah. which I, I miss with a pain. I can't, like, a, like, a, like, well, a, like an unrequited you, love. It's literally everywhere else but America. I'm like, but, I need to live you, here. But no, I mean, well, you spent, for, for, uh, for Ash vs. Evil Dead, you spent a significant amount of time in New Zealand when you guys were shooting. I mean, you were there for months. I was you there know, for it, like half of the year for yeah. three years. Yeah. Yeah. That so was, a, that, I, by the way, that... I cannot say no. That's that. That to me is everybody should put that on the top of their list. And and in terms of like proximity, if you fly from LA, it is such. Actually, it sounds like oh, it's a eleven hour flight. It's so easy because I had you don't get the jet lag. I had two weeks of jet lag back here in America after UK. Oh yeah. For, I had no, very little to no jet lag wow. in. New Zealand because the the you you leave on the plane at night you sl- even if you just sleep six hours you know you're eating before you sleep you, yeah. you watch a movie you fall asleep you wake up you have breakfast you land and it's the morning so uh, I'm just saying your body you clock it's your body clock that stays the same and that's all that matters you know can I can New I Zealand, can I just tell you, you have can to I, go can, Nick can I tell oh I love to can I tell you a quick story though about my trip hey let, yes let, tell me the story but I just had a thought that I'd like to say. Go Why ahead. don't we go elope in New Zealand and have our honeymoon and then immediately come back and get divorced? Then I can still be your future ex-wife. All right. And then you can see New Zealand and I Why can don't show we, you around. Let's, let's get married in New Zealand. New, married in New Zealand. We'll honeymoon in Ireland and get divorced in America. Does that sound, does <laughs> I love that, that plan. <laughs> 
that sound let's sound talk doable? about so let's put it on the let's put on the cow what put it doing? on the calendar put it let's, on the calendar of things tell that me nick your and, story that nick and <laughs> did really quickly and oddly you know I, I have unbelievably great memories about the uh ireland trip despite the fact that i went with my actual ex-wife uh so. well that's but that's but that's good nick i'm glad you know you don't want it the other way around where it's like tarnished because of that yeah no 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 the, yeah she couldn't even ruin ireland uh, so, so oh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. Oh man. Okay. We're never getting divorced. I do not ever want to be on that. I've changed my mind. I, that right, so just gonna, made me we're gonna, shrivel a little We're going to stay married then. That's it. Despite that. That's it. So we'll just, okay. okay. Fine. But I just wanted to say, we'll you get were it annulled. How, we'll get it annulled. <laughs> that's what we'll do. My future annulled wife. <laughs> yeah. Let's make the introduction to Dana longer on my show. Let's do that. Shall we? <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, this is just a quick aside because you mentioned, you know, like jet lag and being on a plane for a long time and you fall asleep and you watch a movie. Can I tell you what movie they want? Because they showed three movies on the way to Ireland because it's an eight hour flight. And this was before, like, you watch the movies individually. This was when they Got still had this. Got it. Yeah. You know, this was 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2010. So you still had to watch the movie and get the earplugs to watch it. You know what I mean? You, it was the screen mm-hmm. and all that shit. So the movie, one of the movies that they showed on the way to Ireland. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> Just in order to make everybody feel happy. And it was a crowded flight. It was a packed flight on the way to Dublin. And uh, the packed flight, and they showed, they showed fucking Marley and me. Now, I, I don't know if you've seen Marley and me, Dana. I'm pretty sure it's real sad. Well, yeah. Uh, fucking dog dies in it. Okay? So that's how the movie ends. The dog dies. It's the Owen, Owen Wilson, Jennifer Aniston movie where the last 20 minutes is a dog dying. And they're showing it on a plane to Ireland where no one can leave. You know, it's, and everybody's crying. We're like, we're, we're pulling into, we're pulling, we're, we're flying into Dublin. Everybody's getting off the plane, you know, meeting their family, crying. Like, what's wrong? And it's like, the goddamn dog died. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, that's so funny. I was just talking to my friend about, she just uh, went on a trip to, she's in Australia right now, just went. And we, I don't know how we broached the subject but we are talk- somehow it came up like my, uh, both of our, weirdly, favorite thing to do on a plane is cry and watch the saddest movie possible. Oh, because- wow, you would have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, usually, you know, everyone's in, especially now when everyone has their own screen. But, yeah. you, but you know, you can't, it's hard to hear anybody else next to you on a plane. So when I'm like, but then when you get so snotty, like when, when we were talking about, like, I've never cried harder than I have on a plane watching a sad movie and I don't know if it's because of the, the, the pressure, like right. the air pressure drop, right. uh, the, the 20,000 feet. I don't know, but I have never <laughs> cried harder uh. or, or like, and nowadays I can't do it because you don't want to be that person on a plane yeah. snotting and hacking yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like, <laughs> like, you know, but, yeah. uh, but in the olden days, you yeah. know, yeah, I, uh, but you know, the, but the benefit of you having to see Marley and me is you get off the plane and you're, you know, then, then everything in Ireland just seems so happy. Oh yeah. We were, we were landing in it's the happiest great. place on earth. It was great. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sorry that I, I'm sorry that you. You had a good, had had to have a a real good cry before yeah. you landed. You know, it was that funny makes it because a long I, I think I was the only one on the plane who had already seen the movie, so nobody knew what was in store. 
And I was like, D- do you people, re- I don't think you people realize what's going to happen during the, la- they're going to kill a goddamn dog in this movie. So I mean, in, first in, of <laughs> all, the name is a little misguided because you're like, Marley and me, but Yay. I'm sorry, anything with a dog on the cover of the film, it's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, that's, yeah, yeah. I, we, that's a giveaway. Old Yeller it's dead. It's going to die or even, it's going to be adopted and be going away. The, and even that, a, even that. Even that goddamn Tom Hanks cop movie uh, with the dog died. That uh, Turner and Hooch, even that goddamn thing died. (laughs) Precisely. There's (laughs) another perfect example. Marley and Me, what a fun title. Turner and Hooch, oh, that'll be a hoot. No, they're going to die. That's a lesson everybody should learn. Before before I let you go, and you know I love you and we're going to get married, not divorced, annulled. Um, yes. I have to ask you, I have recently uh, resubscribed to uh, 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 Showtime. I gave it up for financial reasons because, you know, I got fired. And so I was cutting back on some stuff. Uh, but I resubscribed to, to, uh, to Showtime simply because Vanessa Bayer and Molly Shannon are on one show together. And that's made my head explode because I love them so much. And it's a show called I Love This For You. And it's with Vanessa Bayer and, and Molly Shannon. And it's as good as you would expect from those two women in it. But let me ask you this. Have you seen, because in the cast of the show I'm about to ask you about, is someone that you, have, uh, that you do an impression of? And I'm not going to ask you to do the impression or anything like that. Um, but have you seen Yellow Jackets? Or have you heard about Yellow Jackets, Dana? I have heard about Yellow Jackets. It is on my list. Um, um, but Jul- is it Juliette Lewis? Yeah. Yes, Juliette Lewis is in it. Um, and, she is, and she is in I Love This for You. Yes. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, Molly Shannon and, uh, and, and Vanessa Bayer are in I Love This For You. And I subscribed, I resubscribed to Showtime specifically for that, but I've been watching other right. stuff. But yellow, oh, she's oh, in, oh, I see. Oh, I see. You and, weren't, I see. She's not part of the, I see. I no, see, I she's see. in Yellow Jackets. Juliette Lewis is in Yellow Jackets. And the reason and, why, I see. You were watching that because you have Showtime and that's what yes, made you go over. Yes. Got it. Okay. So, so, so you, you must watch Yellow Jackets for many reasons. One, it's fucking great, and I know, I know you, and I know you would love this show. I honestly, I guarantee you that you would love it. And Juliette Lewis rules, and you do a great impression of her, and she's great in it. So you need to so watch Yellow So basically what you're saying is you love that for me. I do. Oh, look what you did there. How about this? One, two, three, four. Dana DiLorenzo. She'll fuck your face with bullets. Dana DiLorenzo. Ooh, that's right. It's Nikki's future ex-wife. Dana DiLorenzo. Dana DiLorenzo. See, that's what you get right there. How about that? <laughs> and, and here I thought that maybe you would have a theme song for me, Juliet Lewis. <laughs> oh, thank Man, you I for, haven't thank done you that in that. a decade. Uh, I think um, it, but, I will, no, I think, yes. it, I think the first time you were on my show, I made you do it. I think I, think I made you. I did. probably at this point a decade ago, yeah. but yeah. I, I know, time it, flies. It's been a while. It's been a while. I know. Yeah. We've okay. been future ex-husband and wife for a very long time very long time and it's been too long well we'll see each other at some point when we get married in uh, new zealand that's right i love our plan i let's put it on let's talk about some dates exactly evil dead the game is out now get it dana's all over it you can play as kelly you can play as everybody and just kick ass and have fun uh dana always a blast and uh we'll talk to you soon and um and there's uh, some voiceover stuff I want to get to that you did. We'll do that the next time that you're, uh, that you're on with me. Sounds okay? good, my friend. You I know have a great I always t- love have talking gra- to you. I love you, Danny. You know that. Have a great time in Seattle, okay? I will. Thanks so okay. much, Nick. All right. I love you. See you.
I love you too. Bye. Yeah, bye. There you go. Dana DiLorenzo, everybody. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Dana DiLorenzo. She'll fuck your face with bullets. Dana DiLorenzo. Ooh, that's right. It's Nikki's future ex wife. Dana DiLorenzo. Dana DiLorenzo. I love her very much. Okay. Hey, you know who else rules the planet? Esmeralda Leon. And let's say hello to Esmeralda. Yeah. Esmeralda Leon, yeah, Esma. I'm talking about that Esma. Esmeralda Leon, yeah, Esmeralda, yeah, yeah. Esmeralda Leon, yeah, yeah. Get yourself some Esma. Love me some Esma. Esmeralda Leon. Yeah. Esma. Esmeralda Leon. Ah, yes. The wonderful Jason Skaggs and his fantastic themes continue. Uh, we just got to hear uh, the crazy uh, Dana Lorenzo theme that Jason did, that the Skaggs did, and now uh, the classic Esmeralda theme. Hi, Esmeralda. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Uh, by the way, uh, Dana says hi, my, my future ex-wife. Oh, um, Hello. She went to school. You guys went to school together. Yeah, we did. We had a class together. <laughs> At DePaul, yes. Uh, but it was very memorable. Yeah, but it was very memorable. So when I, I remember hearing about her in Evil Dead, and I was like, oh, my God, I remember her in my class very mm-hmm. distinctly. <laughs> She's distinctive. She stood out. She, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. No, I but remember anyways, specifically she yeah. did a – because it was a – um. I don't even know. It was some weirdo class where we acted out poems or like we did monologue where it would be like two characters or um, stuff like that. So, you you know, you'd be the one person monologue doing different characters. Yeah. Um, she did one where she was like an Italian grandma and then like some other people. But like she did like a Nona and it was like very good. It was a very good accent yeah. and everything. So. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's uh, she's very talented, man. She really is. And it was it's it's interesting that you guys, you know, got into radio right around the same time, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and it, it, it's 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 really it's really interesting. It's I just love the fact that you guys like were in school together and that the first time I ever had Dana back on my uh, show at GN years ago, uh, I think it was 2016 when I had her on. Um, mm-hmm. You guys immediately were like, hey, you guys saw each other in the hall. Yeah, because I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, she was in town for Wizard World because of Ash versus Evil Dead. And there you guys are, reuniting DePaul alumni in the hallways. Yes. Of yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they love it. Yeah, Stupid no, it was great. DePaul. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she says hi, uh, my future ex-wife. And you're invited to our wedding, and you might be a witness at the divorce. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> witness on both on both ends, beginning exactly. and end. Exactly. How nice. Uh, before we jump back into, because on the last uh, episode, on Tuesday's episode, we got into a really fun subject about celebrities. They dated? Huh? That's what I like to call it. <laughs> you need yeah. like some kind of like, boing. Oh, wait. Hold on. Maybe this is what it is. What it is. is that, oh, there you go. Is that one? All right. Wait. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Maybe uh, this one. I think I broke my ass. That one. 
None of that really yeah, works. Yeah, well, because most of them, I think, are broken up. So. They are broken up. So I think either works. Some of them are, are even... Who cares? Right? There you go. Or, in some cases... Oh. Right? Is there... <laughs> I Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Now, hold it. Who's there? Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, and yeah. I oh. love Nick's show. It's Carrie. Hi, I'm Carrie. Carrie Russell, and I uh-huh. love Nick's show. Okay, Carrie, wait. You know who you are, Carrie. Okay, she's never going to do my podcast. Um, uh, but anyway, so we're going to get back uh, into the celebrity couple thing because we had so much yes. fun with that. There are many more celebrity couples that we didn't remember or we didn't even know dated. And uh, we continue to taste test shitty flavored candy. Yes. Um, uh, although we quote unquote shitty because we've had some where we're like this is delicious. Well, the last one was hard candy that tasted like carrots, and it was great. It tasted like a goddamn carrot, not carrot flavoring, mm-hmm. but it really tasted like a real carrot. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I did too. So from that fresh vegetable candy collection from Andy, mm-hmm. no, what is it, Archie? Archie. Archie. Wow. I'm never gonna get it right. Archie McPhee. Archie. We- Yes, yeah, sorry. Thank you, Archie. Like the comic, um, yes. we will do the hard candy that is taste that tastes like corn. So we will do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get to that, good news uh, uh, on the COVID front for Esmeralda Leon. Asma, tell everybody the latest and the good news because yeah, you were struck down with the Willie McCovid, the uh, Ricerona. Yes. <laughs> And now I no longer have it. Yay! According to a rapid test. <laughs> According to a rapid test, you are COVID-free now. I was doing, yeah, I've I've been doing lots of looking things up, and apparently, you can take, you can have um, the virus in your system for like months yeah. after. Mm-hmm. Except it's like so like tiny or whatever that it doesn't it doesn't matter. But if you do a PCR test, so here's a tip. You're not supposed to take a PCR test after you've taken, like, the initial one to find out if you have it or not. Because you could have dead COVID virus in your nose, and the PCR will pick it up. Oh, really? So then it'll be just, like, technically inactive. I mean, yeah, it, it like, the PCR oh. will, like, find it. Whatever shred of COVID is still there, like, in the the depths of your <laughs> so you you might have been you might have been free earlier then is what you're saying right like t- um no the opposite I probably still have it and i probably will still have it for like a few months or like mm-hmm. a month later because that's just how it like it it's just in your system but yeah. you're not contagious anymore that's gotcha the, gotcha but it's still roaming around in there it's still in there running around now, you sound a little uh, sort of uh, congested uh, a little bit, but that's not the COVID. That's just your regular uh, sinus issues that you have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I always just I always just sound like this now, which is terrible. Well, um, for, for people who don't know. The, until the, the, the weather gets better, yeah. I think it'll go we've, we've had some really up and down shitty weather. Right now, today, for people who are listening today, uh, we are supposed to, it's supposed to, the humidity is supposed to rise. It's supposed to get warm. And then tomorrow, even muggier, even hotter and rain. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the day after that, it'll drop almost 25 degrees and it won't be as humid. So all of that stuff is just, it's hell on people with sinus uh, issues. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I just have constant sinus pressure now. I call <laughs> I call up my mom. I, I call up my folks every morning just to say hi to them. You know, just to say hi. And I talked to my mother just a couple of hours ago, a few hours ago, and it was early in the morning. And um, and she sounded like she was crying. I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, it's my sinuses. And she was not happy. <laughs> yeah, because it's just a constant, yeah, like someone's foot on your face. Oh. Just like smushing down on your, on you know, because your sinuses are like in your forehead, on your cheeks. Mm-hmm. Um, before I had COVID... Um, I had my sinuses were really killing me and to the point where my teeth were hurting. Oh. Like that's <laughs> it's all connected up in your face. So yeah. Um yeah. it's not fun. No. Well I'm well, you know what? I, I'm I'm sorry that you're still having the sinus issues, but I am thrilled that you are negative in, on the uh, on the Willie McCovid uh front. Yeah, I can like wander around humanity now <laughs> without worrying about like <laughs> so, spreading disease so i i've gone to uh the i i was talking about this and at the beginning of the of the podcast about how um you know i spent the last like week basically at the music box seeing movie after movie and hanging out with my old mm-hmm. chicago critic yeah. buddies and so i've been taking the irving bus there and back so I've, i ride a lot of the cta now and i haven't in a long time but i am regularly now um and it's been a long time because, you know, for all those the years that I was doing the overnights full time, you know, uh, Dan Chagru, uh, who was my producer for many years, lived right near me. So we would ride in together and then ride yeah. home. Yeah. So I wasn't taking, you know, public transportation then either. Um, so it's been a while. And now I take it all the time. Uh, and I was on. Uh, I, and so one of those one of the days last week that I wasn't at the music box, I ended up seeing movies anyway. I went to see uh, Top Gun uh, Maverick. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, Petite Maman, which is this French film that was out for a while that I hadn't seen. I caught up with that all in one day. And then I stuck around for the screening. They did a press screening of Bob's Burgers. Um, oh, nice. Which, by the way, is so fucking great. Esmeralda, it's so great. You watch that show, I assume, right? Yeah. No, oh, I love Bob's Burgers. You have to see the movie. It's so good. And the music, there's like, it's musical. The music mm-hmm. numbers. Oh, of course. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, no, and if you, and even if you're not a fan, because uh, I, I think that people who don't know the show, people mm-hmm. who know it will like it immediately because they drop you right into that world. You know what I mean? And the quirks of the characters. And if you don't really know the characters, you might be like, what, what's wrong with this person? And what, <laughs> what's going on here? Nice. Uh, but it's great. It's great. But anyway, uh, on the L ride home that night after Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. um, not only were there, because some people are still not wearing masks on the bus and on the train, and that kind of drives. Oh me yeah, nuts. no one cares anymore. I just, but I, I, I will, I will, I will wear a mask. I, I definitely will wear a mask on the CTA, and you're supposed to. The CTA still says they still have. Yeah, you're supposed to, but people have just decided not to anymore. Right. Well, not only did this dude not have a mask on, who was, I was sitting in in a seat, and he was standing by the. I was sitting in a seat near the near one of the exit doors of the mm-hmm. L subway and he was standing you know right in front of the exit doors like leaning up against the doors you know like a lot of people do even though it wasn't Mm -hmm. incredibly crowded but he was standing there and not only didn't he have a mask on but he was fucking vaping (laughs) vaping on the train cool no mask and vaping and i'm like well how are you gonna vape with a mask on bro (laughs) (laughs) of course how silly of me 
How silly you can't of me. Vape I, and have a mask on. I love that you said bro. That's so perfect. Because this guy was I a mean, bro. This guy was a bro. <laughs> this guy was a bro. But yeah, so uh, yeah, hey, uh, don't worry about it, Esmeralda. You could run around with no mask. You can go on the CTA now. People are just running around, no masks. I, I, I took the bus to the uh, to the to the music box yesterday. There have been uh, the mm-hmm. Cubs have been playing at night all week, and the music box is at, you know, basically Addison and Southport, which is, you know, three blocks away from Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I so I took the Irving bus down uh, the other day, and uh, every Cub fan, no mask. They were already like cool. Sh- they were already. It was like five o'clock, four thirty in the afternoon. The game was at seven o five, four thirty in the afternoon. They were half shit faced and no masks. Of course, what do they care? Unbelievable. <laughs> they're from the suburbs. Yeah. Whatever clearly. disease they're going to spread around here uh, <laughs> won't affect them. Right. Right. They're spreading. Ver, what is it called? Vernon Hill Rona. That's what it. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. And unfortunately, here in the city of Chicago and Cook County, um, the COVID cases are rising again. So yes, great. Yeah. Yes, they so are. please get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Don't be an idiot. If you're get not vaccinated, already, get uh, wear a mask, get boosted, <laughs> wear a mask, do all the stuff you're supposed to do. Don't be a jag off. Um, so exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm glad that you're negative, uh, Esmeralda. And I don't mean that well, as, thank your, you. uh, as your personality, because you're a very positive person. Uh, shall we talk about celebrities that you go, huh, what? No, no, no. Do it right. What? So, celebrities? They're, they're, t- they're a couple? What? Was there that what, what I was supposed to say? Wait, yes. hold on a minute. Are you in Jagoff's going downtown and that to see the Stowers play? Did you understand that at all? See the who play? The Steelers, but it was in oh. Pits- Pittsburgh Easy. So Steelers, Steelers, oh. gonna see you Jagoffs gonna see the Steelers play. Here, wait, here's another one. This is the Want a drink? You Jagoff. There you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so back to celebrities that dated or were a couple that we didn't know about. I knew about this one, Esmeralda, and I understand that you did not. Carrie Fisher and Paul Simon were actually married. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah I did not know that at all. Yeah, yeah, they got married in 1983. They got divorced in 1984. Oh, all uh, right. So they just were to- one year. Yeah, but they were Whirlwind. together on and off for like 12 years. See, that's where I'm like, what happened? Um, what happened? Yeah, Carrie Fisher uh, uh, was with a lot of guys. Um, and if you've right, but if she like for 12 years you were cool. I mean, it was off and on or whatever. But yeah, then like you get married, married, and they're like, nope, this is ruined. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I was with a person for uh, seven years, but we were only married for about a year and a half. See, what uh, is that? Like, what happened? Hey, don't ask me. She's the one who <laughs> she's the one who filed. Don't ask oh, me. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, but uh, he he wrote a couple of songs about her. Um, oh, I, I'm not really. Oh, any, oh, any wow. No, we're going no back worthy? to Keanu. Remember Keanu the movie? Oh, <laughs> uh, I have to find that sound bite now. Oh, I there have you to go. get. There, I have to get that one. Remember? The, oh, anyway, uh, boy, that was a while ago, huh? That's real. Jeez. Um, but no, I can't remember which songs. Maybe someone knows, and they could send us uh, the answer or voicemail us the answer. What songs did Paul Simon write about Carrie Fisher? Seven seven three four one seven six nine four eight. Leave your voicemail, or you can uh, nickdpodcast at gmail dot com. I don't know which ones are which, but Is it but you, you can know, call me Al. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, That's yeah, all yeah. I pretty much know. Yeah. I don't really know that many Paul Simon songs. So. Wow. Well, he's got a lot of great songs. But the thing is, <clears throat> um, Carrie Fisher, uh, 
who was one of the greatest uh, uh, people ever. Um, if you've ever read um, her book, Postcards from the Edge, I don't know if you've ever read it, mm-hmm. um, or saw the movie where Meryl Streep basically plays her. Um, oh, I didn't know uh, Yeah, that. Yeah, po- Postcards from the Edge is based on uh, Carrie Fisher's book about her relationship with her mother. Um, mm. And... Um, and it's 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 a Debbie Reynolds is her mother obviously, and so it's mm-hmm. about their relationship. And in it, it's Shirley MacLaine plays the mother, and Meryl Streep plays the the daughter. And it's a great movie. If you've never seen it, it's great. But Carrie Fisher was fantastic. Her all, all of this stuff that she that she went through, every relationship she ever had, and she had a lot of high profile relationships. She she fooled around and and had relationships with a lot of dudes. Um, you know, a lot of like half of the Saturday Night Live original cast she slept with. Um, and, and that was how, that was around the time she was with Paul Simon because Paul Simon was very closely associated with the original SNL guys. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Like really good friends with Lauren Michaels and hosted, uh, and appeared on SNL quite frequently and especially in the seventies. Um, so that was the period of time when they, when they sort of dated and then married. But if you've never read Postcards from the Edge, I highly recommend it. It's a terrific read. Mm, okay. How, all right, what's, what's, what, where, do you, where are we going to next, Esmeralda? Couples, huh? They dated? What? Um, well, I guess this one's more, you wouldn't, it's a little in, inside, uh, if you never watched the show Glee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Matthew Morrison and Leah Michelle dated. Oh, teacher, student. Uh-oh. Right. Well, you know, in the in show. The, in the show, yeah. <laughs> well, because we all know that she dated... Um, Oh, do you know his name? I don't know who she dated outside of. Um, I don't. He passed away. He was on the show as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, I can't remember his name either. But yes, the guy from the other guy from Glee. Um, yeah. Who passed away? Shit, and I can't remember. So that his name. one, yeah, because I think he passed away when like they were together and they, yeah. he passed away. And I can't shit uh, now. I, I I did not know this one. Yeah, Matthew Morris so, yeah. who played who played the lead basically in Glee. Yeah, he played the lead teacher. Yep. <laughs> and she played the lead. Essentially, one of the lead students. Yep. yep. Who got Slurpees thrown in her face and in a, basically mm-hmm. in every episode. Uh, I, you know Which what? I'm one sense. of those. Makes I'm so one of those guys. Sense. I'm sorry. That makes so much sense. That she got. That she slept yeah. with him, or oh yeah. No, no, no. That she got Slurpees. Oh. Matter. Oh, you mean because of her character? Yeah. Insufferable. <laughs> I was one of those idiots. Uh, I don't know. I was one of those gleeks, as we were called uh, when that show was popular. Mm-hmm. Um. I stayed with that show way after its expi- expiration. Date. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I, I probably a year <laughs> out, and then I was like, I'm done now. No, nah, I watched every. I, I'm not kidding. I watched it till it stopped. I was with it. I watched every Jeez. episode. I know. That's wow. That's a long time. I had Tobo on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Stephen Tobolowski, who was a regular, semi regular on that show. Um, and uh, I told him that I kept watching it all the way until the end. He's like, really? <laughs> Even he sounded surprised. <laughs> He's like, wow. Oh, all right. Good for you. Um, you know. Well, and actually, they didn't even they didn't date during the show. So they're both Broadway people, of course, yeah. or singers or Broadway people. Oh, yeah. That's when they, they dated when they were on Broadway, uh, when they were starting okay. out on Broadway. Okay. So that right. kind of had to have been awkward. Yeah. <laughs> on like the when show, they, and you're oh, like, you got, oh, you're, oh, you're playing a student of mine now? Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> How about the next one? Johnny Depp had affairs with quite a few Hollywood actors as well. That's timely, huh? Yeah. Uh, and also, water is wet. 
Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> like, that makes sense. Well, um, so Johnny Depp obviously in the news now all over the place. Uh, the whole defamation suit, the court drama with uh, Amber Heard, you know, taking a dookie in the bed and all the other weirdness mm, mm-hmm. um, that's happening. And Paul Bettany and Johnny Depp doing drugs together and stuff. <laughs> it's just... But yes, he had affairs with uh, Hollywood actresses. It, is that that's of course you know as you said, Esmeralda, water is wet. Uh, are we supposed to be shocked that Johnny Depp, a man of that stature, that amount of money, the talent, and of course gorgeous looks, because he's a beautiful man, is it surprising? No, no. not at all. No. Um, yeah. It, what would be surprising is like somebody. Um. That wouldn't make sense at all. That like what he'd never date ever, and then you see them together. Like that might be. Yeah, but I think they all kind of made sense. Well, the ones that they have here <laughs> in the article include Angelina Jolie, uh, Marion Cotillard, and uh, Kira Knightley. Mm-hmm. All yeah, of see, whom, those I, all of whom he co-starred with, all of whom he was in movies with. So of course, well, there you go. See, that makes sense. Well, you know and what I know I, he was he was with Winona Ryder back in the day. Yes, they were which engaged. Is not, they, that one's yeah. They were they were in Edward Scissorhands together at the height mm-hmm. of their, you know, relationship, uh, which I still is a movie that I absolutely adore. I'm a Tim I'm a Tim Burton apologist, man. I I love Tim Burton and um and I love Johnny Depp and Tim Burton movies. Um I included Sweeney Todd on my top 10 best list the year it came out. I don't care. <laughs> I I like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, his version, better than the Gene Wilder version. I know I'm people think I'm nuts, but <laughs> But now you know the I story. I watched that movie once. The the <laughs> remake, the really. Charlie yeah. and the Chocolate Well, Charlie and Chocolate Factory, the 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 Johnny Depp Tim Burton version is much much more faithful to the to the original book than the Gene Wilder one. Mm. Like much more faithful and it doesn't have all those shitty songs. <laughs> like, the, like like the Gene Wilder version does. Um, so I still back it. I think it's great. But now, you know the you know one of my favorite details about the whole Winona Ryder-Johnny Depp romance, right? It involves the, a tattoo. The tattoo. Oh, yeah, the tattoo. Because he had um, Winona forever. Yeah. He had tattooed on his, on his, show, on his uh, bicep. Yeah. Um, and do you know what, what he did with that tattoo? Winona he forever. He changed it to Wino. Yes, Wino forever. Forever. <laughs> Although I'm like, how did you change it? He just covered up the three letters. The, okay, because I'm or just the like two, that's the N and the A. He got the he, he got the N and the A renew, removed, and he left the rest. Because that seems difficult to, well, not really to cover, but yeah, I'm just more curious, like how he did it. It doesn't look very different. Like I'm looking at a picture. Yeah. No, it looks. I mean, it's. I think it's hilarious that you know, you know, like, like that, that's the, the answer to the question for all those people who have ever gotten. Do you know anybody who ever got a tattoo of, of, of some of, of a person that they were living with or that they dated? Um, no. Can you imagine that? No. Uh, no. That uh, like if I knew, <laughs> if I had a friend who did, I'd be like, you're a moron. Yeah. Just because, like, you don't do that. Yeah. Nothing How lasts do you, forever. No. Oh, he got it like removed. Oh, the whole tattoo now? No, like the. It looks like he got it removed, rather than just covered up. So, well, just the two letters, like he got, the Winona it, bit. Yeah, the. It looks like he got it like removed because there's nothing there to like cover it. 
Yeah, no, I know. That's what I meant by covered up. I, so I guess I'm sorry. He, he did. He got it lasered off. He got the... See, that's the, interesting. He got Usually the no, people just like, he, I'll get it covered, like with the, another no, tattoo. No, <laughs> he just got nah. He got nah uh, lasered off. So now it just says why no forever. God, I wonder like how that... Like, how did he get to that point? What do you mean? Like, who, like with his thought process. Like, what can I do with this tattoo? I could get a whole new tattoo covered up. Yeah. Or just get rid of these letters, and now I'm oh, well, why no forever. I think that's like, funny, okay. though. I, and that that seems <laughs> like a Johnny Depp thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just change it to why no. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, apparently he <laughs> is, so... Yeah, I mean, he enjoys a cocktail. He's so true I mean, to form. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, why no forever? That lasted uh, a long time. Uh, and we were just talking about Winona was in the uh, the earlier part of this article. We were talking about it the last uh, last time because she was with uh, the Damon, the Matt Damon, for a while. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Now, this next one I did not know about and I find weird for some reason. And I don't know why. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Amy Poehler and John Stamos. Why do I find that weird? Because he doesn't seem the type for her. <laughs> yeah. He's, I don't know. Is he funny? Some people think so. I don't know. I have to say, and it's funny because I was I don't just, know. I don't really know the man, so. I was just talking with, uh, you know, Eric and some of the other guys at the Music Box the other night about the fact that I don't know how this came up, but we were talking about the must-see TV of the 80s. You know, the the whole, everybody was watching those things. And then the TGIF on ABC. Mm-hmm. And I never yeah. watched any of that. All those 80s sitcoms, I never really watched. I was I was in my 20s and I was out and I was drunk. So I, I, never, <laughs> I never watched yeah. any of those things. <laughs> um, so I, I've never seen a full episode of Full House ever in my life. It's I've, not good. No, I know. I've seen parts and I know it's yeah. not good. Like I've, I've never seen a full episode of that fucking uh, ba- Big Bang Theory. And I know enough to see like five minutes here and know that it's shit. I, like, yeah. like it, pr- yeah, it, yeah. Pr- it, it precedes shows that I watch. You know what I mean? Like it's on. Mm-hmm. So I get to see like the last like three minutes of an episode every once in a while because like something I'm going like I watch wrestling on Wednesday nights mm-hmm. um, and it's on right before wrestling. So I watch like I see like Got the last it. like three or four minutes of an episode. And every time I watch it, I'm like, how the hell do people watch this? Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing with the Full House. Stuff. Yeah, I don't I mean, for most people, it's nostalgia. Yep. Um, but I mean, it's because bad if you nostalgia. sit down to watch it. It's not good. No, it's terrible. It's not good. So I, I'd never watched it, the, the, the Full House. I've never seen a full episode of it. So I don't know John Stamos' work on that. I know he played, he toured with the, with the Beach Boys. He played drums right, yeah. with the Beach Boys. I know that. Um, he's in Kokomo. Like, he's in that video. Yeah, he's in the Kokomo video. <laughs> and, I, and I have to say this, though. Whenever I see him, like, guest star on stuff or whenever I see him on talk shows, he seems really funny to me and charming. So I just don't know his work because it's Full House and I don't care. Yeah, and he hasn't really done much else, right? I don't think so. Like, but I'm whenever, trying to think. I, I will say this. Whenever I see him, I think he's funny and charming. I will say that. I, so, I mean, but it just seems weird. Amy Poehler and John Stamos just don't, it, they just seem kind of weird. What are they, what, what's the quote here? It says. Yeah, and then the fact that, like, John Stamos was with a model 
for years. He was with years. Robin was or uh, Romaine. Rebecca uh, Romaine Stamos. Stamos. Yeah, who is hot and awesome. By the way, she's in a great Brian De Palma movie with uh, Antonio Bendejas uh, called Femme Fatale, mm-hmm. which is a movie that everybody on the planet hates. And of course, I think it's I think it's genius. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Rebecca Romaine Stamos is fantastic in that movie with Bendejas. Um, the uh, femme fatale, but yeah, married to her. But but Amy Poehler, you know, and she was with uh, 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 Job from uh, yes. Arrested Development, uh, Will Arnett, and and then they got divorced, and she was like with Nick Kroll for a while. Oh um, right, yeah, yeah. See, it makes from, no sense. It would make no sense to me. The John Stamos thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's I what mean, I'm saying. She can bag like, herself a Stamos. Good and, for her. Yeah, no, good for her. But I mean, like, she's with like that group though, like that Will Arnett. Nick Kroll, that makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Like that's I, the- you know what I think it, it's kind of like <laughs> Jenny Slate was dating Chris Evans. Yeah, god damn it. I'm Which shocked. is like so, what? Yeah, I know it is, and I get jealous. But again, humor, that. I guess, you know, humor goes both ways. Yeah. So they're probably attracted to funny ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're also probably for the most part fairly confident. Well, yeah, themselves for well, sure. in, in, to a point. I, have you ever uh, have you ever seen you ever watch um, when uh, Kimmel does mean tweets? Uh, I've seen them. Yeah. And celebrities read tweets, you know, that are insulting to them. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Well, they had Stamos on one time reading mean tweets because they get every, they get a ton of celebrities to do it. And I I just think it's I find it hilarious when they do it. And Stamos uh, read a tweet that said John Stamos, like it was a mean tweet that said John Stamos has the weirdest belly button ever. <laughs> he, and he read that. And then he's like, well, let's see. And he pulled up his shirt and he does. Have you ever seen John Stamos's belly oh, button? Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I at... be? That's just like a weird well, point of fact. Like, okay. Just Google John Stamos's belly button right now and take a look at it. Because he has a very, very weird looking belly button. It's very, very weird. Um, Ew, what's wrong with it? <laughs> uh, he was made by David Cronenberg. I think he was. Made. I mean, <laughs> he's an extra to David Cronenberg. He's in that new Viggo Mortensen David Cronenberg movie that's coming out. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, he's got a weird looking belly button. <laughs> I love the silence on the other end here. You're like, you're like. <laughs> mm. And I love that now everybody who didn't know that is looking looking up his belly button right now. They're like Googling yeah. his belly button. Although, I mean, if you think about it, belly buttons are weird. They are. Well, like I mean, the I... the fact that that thing is yeah. from when you were born. I know, but I, like, I, I, I find them, I find navels very, very, uh, uh, very, very sexy. And I, okay. I happen to be a fan of, like... I, I'm a fan of, of, of the navel and the navel ring and the whole, that whole thing. I just find that very sexy. It used to be a umbilical cord. I know. I know what it was. Mom. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've been to therapy. I know exactly what my problems are, I think. <laughs> so now moving on uh, to Bob Saget. So we go from one full house dude to the other. Now, now Saget played the uncle that had, he was the guy who, who was the actual father of the kids and the other weirdos, the other two weird dudes were down in the basement trying to lure the kids downstairs. Right. So, and actually John Stamos's character, he was, um, brother-in-law to, uh, to Saget, to Saget. Yes. All right. Now did did Stamos' wife um, die? 
no, no, no. Uh, Bob Saget's wife died. Oh, I see. Okay, that brother-in-law in that regard. Okay, okay. Yes. All right. All right. Okay, so Saget's wife died, and her brother is Stamos. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Coulier is just some jagoff who lives in the basement who, like, molests Yeah, the that's kids. just a friend. That's okay, a family yeah, he's friend. A, he's wow. a family friend who lives in the basement. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Uh, so anyway, Saget. Now, you, what, tell everybody who Saget dated. And this is even weirder, I think. This is even weirder than Amy Poehler. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Definitely. Uh, Katie Couric. <laughs> Respected journalist, Katie Couric. <laughs> Although, yeah. um, they, I guess... I think it was just one date. Well, like, what does it say According here? to this little thing. Yeah, what it says. So Katie Couric, she was uh, talking to Howard Stern. Of course she was. That she went out with him. She <laughs> went out with Bob Saget. Yeah. Um, she says that he was fun, but she didn't think I did it for him. After their date, Saget never called her again. Dang. Wow, man, that's cold. And I'm curious, like, when? When was When did this? they like, do that? Was he during the height the height of Full House. The height of America's <laughs> Funniest Home Videos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and you like, know. Was she respected journalist? That's uh, Katie Couric. Like, yeah. Uh, Alfonso, uh, whatever the hell his name is, the guy who dances like an idiot on The Fresh Prince. Alfonso Ribeiro? Yes. He's the host now of uh, America's Funniest mm-hmm. Home Videos. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. so since Saget's, uh, you know, untimely passing, they now, every mm-hmm. episode, they do the Saget years, and they'll show like you know a couple of minutes of of Bob Saget's clips, you know. Oh yeah, every week on the show, which is lovely because you know I'm, you know obviously people loved him on that show, but it's so weird to see those clips because the hosts since then don't do what Saget did. Saget would always provide weird voices for the videos. Oh yeah, <laughs> like if they were babies, it would be like I do not want to drink this. He would like do voices while the babies yeah. would have stuff spill on. Them. Or like if it's an animal video, if it's a cat caught in the dryer. Oh, what am I doing in this dryer? Oh, I'm a cat. I'm in the dryer. You know what I mean? Like he would provide weird voice. <laughs> well, he's a comedian. So, but nobody, yeah. d- nobody since then has done that. And so when you watch those sa- old Saget clips, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. He would provide wacky voiceovers for the mm-hmm. for the videos. Now we just watch kids <laughs> fall down the stairs and laugh. That's enough. Yeah, they hold up on their own. <laughs> we didn't, don't need the wacky Saget voices. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, um. But yeah, so so but yeah, so Katie Couric, he 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 dissed on the Katie. Man. Okay. I'd be curious to find out his side. A little late now. Like what? Well, I know that. <laughs> but you know, what was it? It'd be like, "Hey Bob Saget, why didn't you like Katie Couric?" Yeah, what's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> Katie Couric is cool. All right. <sighs> now the next one um uh, I I will never understand and maybe you can help me out because you are a woman. And you are mm, a no. you are a you are a heterosexual woman. Nope. And you enjoy men. I do not get it. David Spade <laughs> and anyone, but David Spade and Heather Locklear mm. is the one they point out here. But David Spade has bagged a lot of women and a lot of hot women. And I have to say, I personally, I mean, I'm a you, as you know, Esmeralda, I am a heterosexual man who can appreciate a good-looking man and be Mm -hmm. comfortable enough to admit that I have many man crushes, of course, because I would, right now, if Colin Farrell walked in the back door, I'd make out with him. That's that's it. Um, But I don't understand David Spade. Carrie Russell would be mad. She would be. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, and right. I love Hi, Nick's Carrie. show. Hi, Carrie. Okay, Carrie. <laughs> um, you know what I have to do now? I have to. I have to get. A, I have to get a soundbite of Colin Farrell, and I have to get them to fight uh, on the porch. <laughs> um, I'll do that. Sure. We'll do that. Add a little more production value to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Get Colin Farrell out on the back porch with Carrie Russell. But anyway, you know that I can appreciate a lovely man. You know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just don't. I, I don't get David Spade. I don't find him attractive. Yes. I also well, don't. I also. Yeah. Read the little it? blurb. Uh, what's David Spade's secret? Oh, wait a your minute. Your answer. He... Oh my God. <laughs> Heather Locklear said he's funny and he has a big cock. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I I don't know if I mean, OK, I guess I, I now that discourages me because it's like I, 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 you know, funny, I can understand. But is it really necessary to, to, to pack like 12 inches? Is that a necessary thing? I never really thought it was. Well, who knows? Maybe it's even bigger. Well, 12 <laughs> inches is pretty goddamn big. 14 minimum. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Is Colin around? Can we talk to Colin right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just saw Boogie Nights on the big screen uh, last week, Esmeralda, so there you go. There you go. There's that final scene in the movie, the final the final shot oh, of that movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> he dated, uh, David Spade dated, um, who also from Glee and has passed, uh, Naya Rivera. I know. No. He's dated a lot. Look, if you were to look up the women that David And apparently, David Spade, yeah, it's uh, something to do with that. <laughs> all right. I, okay, well, I guess he's packing. He's got a load in his pants, all right? In the front of his pants, not the back of his pants. Yeah. Um, oh, well, Carmen Electra? Rumors? To, yeah. Wow. No, I've heard, I've heard a lot that David Spade has been with a lot of really unbelievably hot women. Um, I, okay. I didn't know, I didn't know he had a Python in his pants. I wasn't aware of that. I, uh, <laughs> I guess that explains it. I don't know. And that disappoints me because I, I, I that disappoints me in women. <laughs> yeah. I've know. never, I've never looked at David Spade like that. <laughs> yeah. He's never. Well, eh. No. And I don't even think he's that funny. Like it's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, like I can understand, like we were talking about Jerry Lewis and Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Maybe Jerry mm-hmm. Lewis is, you know, but Jerry Lewis was hilarious. So, okay. David Spade, right, not right. not so much. Even though I like Joe Dirt, and I'm the only person on the planet that does. Joe Dirt. I love Joe Dirt. I love that movie. Oh boy! Um, and the late great Fred Ward. Oh, Fred Ward died last week. Um, mm. He played his father in that movie. Uh, Fred Ward. So anyway, all right. Well, David Spade. Uh, all right, he's got a large uh, phallic mem- member. Congratulations. And he's funny. I don't know about that, but he's, but it, all right. You know, basically he's got a schlong for miles. There you think. Congratulations. Yeah, there you go. David Spade. All right. Um, you want to, you want to handle the next one here? Um, well, this one I did know. I wasn't surprised. I was surprised when I did find out and that they had been dating for so long, but Macaulay Culkin and Mila Kunis, they dated for eight years. I didn't know it was that long. I knew they dated. Yeah. I, I remember I had heard that they had, they had been a thing, but I did not know it was eight years, man. That's Same. A, that's a, yeah, that's a long time. Good for, good for them. It says it ended as her star began to rise while he retired from acting, and she said that it was a horrible, horrible breakup and that she had screwed up. Oh. Well, now well, she, she's with what's-his-face. She's with the Kutcher. There you go. Yes. And uh, they they were they never dated. What the funny thing is, the, the story is that they never dated on that '70s show. And then years later, 
they started dating. Well, she was like 15 or something. She was <laughs> younger than young. he is. Yeah. 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 So. And speaking of Ashton Kutcher, uh huh, he dated January Jones. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I guess I get. I just find her zero. Um, yeah, this is a very Melba toast. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. okay, is he punking us? Is that what's happening right now? No is one he... cares. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's punking us. I think that's what he's doing. Uh, January Jones. Speaking of, have you ever seen the January Jones uh, SNL when she hosted? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, because uh, it is without question, and I think that this would be a popular opinion, not just mine, one of the worst mm-hmm. hosted jobs ever in the history of SNL. Yikes. She was fucking horrible as a host on SNL. One of the worst episodes by a host ever. Like, you it, don't think she was funny? Nothing. Or she just she wasn't doing Wasn't doing, she, job. Was, she would laugh, she would read her cue cards, and kind of acknowledged that she was reading a cue card. She wouldn't stay in character. Uh, her yeah. monologue was terrible. It was absolutely as awful a job as you could possibly do as a host on SNL. She did. Why was she there? She was on Mad Men. She was big. You know, like it was like it was cool. You know, it was, it was it, Mad Men was like one of the hippest shows on TV at that time. And yeah. you know, to get to get somebody on. And when she was on, by the way, they had a bunch of uh, uh, you know John John Hamm made a cameo when she was on. Um, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Moss made a cameo. That's where she hooked up with Fred Armisen. They got married. Did you know they were, they were married? I did not. Oh, there oh, you go. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss and oh, Fred, yeah, no, Fred I Armisen. That one. They were married very briefly. Yeah, I hear he's awful. He's awful. And uh, Natasha Leone. They just got divorced. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. they just, yeah, they just broke Apparently, up. Fred Armisen is a nightmare. <laughs> but yeah that's he, yeah that's what i've heard but he he landed women who i adore because <laughs> again he's funny yeah he's funny i guess all right yeah, she hasn't been in anything good january jones no she's terrible yeah like no, she's terrible mad men seems to be that's and it. then even that character was very like yeah monotone so, whatever yeah. to me all right, really, let me fly through the rest of these real quick share banged yeah. tom cruise and said that it was one of the best lovers sure. she ever had Sure. Uh, speaking of Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes was with Jamie Foxx. It was a low-key relationship for six years. I remember that. I didn't know for that long. Yeah. No, I remember. I remember that. Um, Sia was in a, a, a conned into a weird relationship with the Shia LaBeoufy. That makes sense. He seems then, like he could trick people. <laughs> and Madonna was with Tupac for, for Tupac for a while. And that doesn't surprise that me That one all. I knew. Yeah. Well, I mean, Madonna was with everybody. Yeah, that Except, one I knew though. I think because wasn't he in her book? Uh, the sex in that book. Sex book. No, yeah. Vanilla Ice was in the sex book. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> the the polar opposite of Tupac was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No. No. Trust me. Uh, that's I, right, I, I. That's right. I've memorized every page of Madonna's sex book. <laughs> <laughs> and he is not in it. <laughs> no, he's not. But Madonna. I mean, please. I mean, she was with. She's been with so many. You know. Oh yeah. From Warren Beatty to Guy Ritchie, which I think is was the biggest mistake of her life, as far as I'm concerned. To, jeez, <laughs> uh, Jelly Bean Benitez. I mean, in her early days. I mean, she. Wait. Uh, what? <laughs> Jelly Bean Benitez? Yeah, was a record producer that pretty much got her started. Oh, okay. Um, and she slept I just with love him. that name. Like, who, who were you? No, he was a Jelly very... Bean Benitez. He was like you know? a, you know, you know your, you know your uh, 
club house big big time DJ producer dudes. Right. In the 80s. Oh no, yeah, he, was, he sounds like a house. Oh yeah, no, he was like the shit a house in the DJ. in the 80 in the early 80s he was the shit. And so of course Madonna slept with him and then, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, that Jelly Bean <laughs> I, Benitas. Yeah. It's yeah. That's the dude. No, I love Mad- I love Madonna so much it makes me hurt. That's how much I love Madonna. I love her. <laughs> so anyway, all right, well those people are dated and we didn't we huh? Yeah. All right. I think and, and, the, and they've David all Spade, essentially they, broken up. They've all broken up, but David Spade continues to walk around with a 74-inch penis. We didn't know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> barely right. walking. I mean, they can't walk around with that. Okay, Andy Mc... No. Uh, wow. Archie. Yeah, there, there you go. Good job. Archie McPhee. Yeah. Fresh vegetable candy. We continue our taste yes. testing. Are we ready to try corn-flavored candy? Yes. It's a hard candy. I can open it. There we, you got it? You all right? Oh. Keep talking. All oh, right. There you go. They got it? <laughs> They're making this. It. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. All right. Here you go. Hard candy. Corn. Tastes like popcorn. It does. Tastes like, um, what's that popcorn? The sweet stuff? Kettle corn. Yeah, it does. Yep. Kind of what I is thought it? it would taste like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of what I thought it would taste like. It's not bad. Yeah, it tastes more like kettle corn than like, say, sweet corn. Yep. Like niblets. Yeah. No. Mmm. I haven't had niblets in forever. <laughs> really? I had niblets uh, uh, last time I was at my parents' house. We had niblets. Yeah. It's I a, never it's a, buy niblets. It's a, it's a standby at my parents' house. Uh, my mom. We used standby. to we used to eat them all the time at my at my house when yeah. I was a kid. Now I I just never think about getting niblets. Ooh, they mix them up in like mashed potatoes. Mm. Yep, I know. I do that. Like my that's it's old. Every time I go to my parents' house on a Saturday, my mom still cooks like it's 1979. Yeah. So like we've got the we've got the green bean. You know, I'm sorry, the green giant canned of uh, niblets. We will do that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. with some mashed potatoes and whatever the meat is. That's, mm. that's, there you go. Old school. Well, it's not bad. It tasted exactly like what I thought it would taste. You got corn candy, it's going to taste like popcorn. Yeah, so, it tastes. Um, not bad. Not bad. Yeah, I don't really taste corn, though. I was hoping. No, it tastes like, like the popcorn. carrot. That tastes Car- like, tasted carrot. like carrot. Yes. If you're looking for a fresh vegetable taste, you're not going to get it. You'll get a car- <laughs> You'll get a sweet corn. Kettle corn yes. kind of a taste here. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, th- hey, thanks, Esmeralda. I'm so glad that you are now negative and you're free to watch other people with no masks and vape. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. And now we're all going uh, to. And now, Esmeralda, I would imagine as soon as we're done uh, with this, you're going to be searching uh, David Spade penis will be the next uh, search. Yeah. Okay. Look for uh, what's that <laughs> website? What's that, uh, Mr. Porn? Skin? <laughs> Mr. Skin. Mr. Skin. You're looking oh for... Oh, my God. I want, to see Joe, I want to see Joe Dirt's member. So, there Mr. you go. Mr. Skin. Wait, you should know. Wasn't Mr. Skin a regular on Brandmeier show? Uh, no. Uh, no. Wait. He was, I don't he was, remember. He no, was on that might somebody. have been in the early years. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, thanks, Esmeralda. You rule the planet. I'm glad you're negative and oh, have fun you. this weekend. Thanks. And we will talk to you on Tuesday. You know who's on the show on Tuesday? Who? Suzanne Vega. Oh, what? <laughs> uh. <laughs> <sighs>
anyway, so exciting. Su- Suzanne Vega is on the next episode of the Nick D podcast. And I want to thank you for listening. Uh, please rate and review us on every platform. We want to hear from you. Give us feedback. Message voicemail 773-417-6948. Email nickdpodcast at gmail.com. My thanks to Jason Skaggs for all the music and the sounds. My thanks to Esmeralda for ruling. Uh, my thanks to Ed and everybody at Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we will talk to you the next time that uh, the Nick D podcast is available for listening pleasure. Thank you.